It's another episode of the Midweek Heat, New Year's Eve edition. Matter of fact, New Year's Eve edition. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to all of you out there listening to the Midweek Heat. It's your man, Eddie Allen, my man, Mr. J. Lou. What's happening, Mr. J. Lou? Going on, Ed. Nice way to close out the year 2020. Bring in 21 with a little, little bit of midweek heat, a little bit of football, a little bit of playoff action. We we've made it down to week 17. Man, and just yeah. like we've been we've been having playoff football since week 11, if we want to be serious. But yeah, last week of the regular season, we finally made it. Finally made it, man. Like you said, and uh still a lot to be determined in week 17. Oh, yes. Who would have thought that you would have so many teams in the AFC with 10 wins, man? I, we called it two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago now. A 10 win team is going to miss the playoffs. Heck, if things fall the right way, an 11 win team could miss the playoffs this week. Um, and I mean, that's just, you never would have thought that. You know, think about it this way you're going to have a 10 or 11 win team miss the playoffs in the AFC, and you're going to have a six or seven win team <laughs> make the playoffs of the NFC. So, I mean, Parody, they talk about the parody of football. Like you're starting to see the, the top contenders start to separate themselves um, from the pack right now. Um, and that, and that's, that's what great teams do. So I look forward to all this action we got in week 17. Man, I'm telling you, you couldn't ask for anything more. So let's jump right in and, and talk about what's been happening uh, in, in a wild week 16. I'm going to call it four spots up for grabs in AFC for five teams with 10 wins, as we just mentioned. And uh, three spots up for grabbing the NFC for, for basically the same amount of teams with just different records. And so, you know, let's look at look at the AFC first today, Mr. J. Lou. And, uh, you know, the givens already. We know Kansas City is going to be the one seed, got home field advantage. You know, the question is, can they be stopped? That's the question for the Kansas City Chiefs. So you, you saw our earlier today or yesterday, um, uh, Andy Reid came out and you're not going to have Mahomes play. They're going to rest a few people this week, and then they got to buy afterwards to kind of get them real healthy after a long grind. Uh, a unique season. You know, you know, everybody dealing with COVID, uh, not even practicing as much as they have. So giving them some rest, but you're hoping that that time away will, will get them the chance to recharge the batteries. I look at Kansas City kind of like that Golden State Warriors team a few years ago where you just knew you were better than everybody. <laughs> right. And it was just so sickening that you can turn it on and turn it off at any given moment. Right. And I think the game this past Sunday with the Falcons, man, they they literally turned it off the entire game and still won. So you're hoping that if they've made it through the grind, if they lock in and get loaded like, like the team that's won 14, 15, 13 in a row, uh, it's going to be hard to beat Kansas City. I, I, I really see them being a team that will repeat um, as a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you look at the teams in the AFC, the top ones anyway, uh, there's not many that can actually uh, win a shootout against them, you know, minus the Buffalo Bills, maybe, if things fall right. But, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, They can only stop themselves, in my opinion. You know, if Andy Reid would, you know, just call the game plan aggressive and not be too cute. (laughs) But, uh, you know, the bigger concern for 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 the Chiefs, it might be the offensive line and can they hold up interior-wise against, uh, you know, better foes because J.D. Garrett gave him problems from the Falcons this weekend uh, in that game. And so, you know, that that that's out there on film. And, you know, you, you got some of the uh, – you got some of the teams in the AFC that got some pretty good interior linemen, Miami Dolphins, the Ravens, of course, uh, and, you know, the Browns as well. And so some teams they could face later on in the playoffs that could probably give them problems. I, and I, and I, I, I agree. And I think I actually am looking at it from the other side. 
who and, and you mentioned the Bills, and that's probably my my team that got it. I think you got to have an offense that can out maneuver their offense. Um, that's what's gonna come you, down. It's to. what's yeah. gonna come down to. Right. Uh, put your best game plan together because uh, again, you're going to stop them. Uh, but the problem is they can score in 15 seconds. So what <laughs> right. can your offense do? To you go, it's gonna take a team keeping their foot on the gas the entire 60 minutes. Because if you let up for 59 minutes, they might come back and beat you in that last minute. So um, I, I hear you uh, about uh, if you could put a little pressure on Mahomes. You saw that the last two weeks he hasn't really looked looked like the Mahomes we're used to seeing. Right. Um, and again, I think a lot of that could be just a mental lag of okay, <laughs> we're ready to get out of the, we're ready to get into the real season now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think shutting them down, letting them rest for the next two weeks, really that, that's going to be a dangerous team on that divisional round for, uh, weekend. Right, and of course they got the Chargers in Week 17, a, a meaningless game, and like you mentioned already, they're going to be resting majority of their starters, if not all of them, uh, uh, going into this Week 17. So number two uh, locked in is the Bills. Um, you know, they beat the, the Steelers, so they got the tiebreaker over them. Even if, you know, if they end up with the same record, the Bills have number two seed pretty much locked up. But uh, defeated the past 38 to nine. You like how they came out and uh, and put their foot to the pedal early, you know, uh, went forward on fourth down, played aggressive. Uh, and that's how you want to play. You want to play aggressive. You want to play to win. You don't want to play to run the clock out, <laughs> take a knee and kick a field goal, which we'll talk more about that in a minute. But Buffalo, uh, outside of Kansas City, might be the hottest team going into the playoffs. Hands down. Again, they're uh, a Hail Murray away from <laughs> right. off about 10 in a row. Away. That's exactly right. Um, and you you love to see what they did to the Pats. Um, that was kind of like little brother finally getting over the – I mean, yeah, they beat New England earlier in the season, but that's really getting over the hump because uh, they put it on them good. Right. Uh, and, and it was in it was in New England, if I'm not mistaken. This last uh, one, yeah. Uh-huh. It was in New England. So uh-huh. to be able to do that in Gillette Stadium, uh, first time Gillette Stadium won't host a playoff game in almost 20 years uh, in January. Uh, right. So that, that's unique, uh, just to say, with that that program he's put together. Um, this Sunday, I mean, you don't know how the Bills are playing. Uh, we talked about the two seed, you might as well say it is locked up. Now, granted, mm-hmm. they lose Stillers win, Stillers would pop them. But, you know, I think the Steelers have already conceded a little bit with Big Ben not playing. So you're curious to see they're a young team still, but they have some playoff momentum. Um, Mm -hmm. They did. They did. They did suffer defeat last year in the playoffs. And I can't remember how they played week 17 last year, because if they rested last year, knowing that they probably were in. Do you think that he McDermott changes his game plan this week and at least gives his, his starters, even if you give him a half? Because uh, you're going to get everything you got from Miami. I mean, they fighting for their playoffs live. So right. um, it's a it's a noon game. Um, can really determine a lot of a lot of dominoes in the AFC can fall depending on a couple of those games earlier in the in the day. But uh, if Buffalo goes out and plays the Buffalo Bills ball that we're seeing, Miami don't have a chance. You're exactly right. Uh, you know, especially with it being in Buffalo with Miami yes. coming up there. Don't know what the weather's going to be like. But we can see, we see how in the past few weeks how weather has affected some of these teams that are not used to playing in. And we'll talk about a team here in just a minute, sending that number four seed uh, that had an yeah. issue with the snow. Uh, but yeah, you know, red hot. You know what? I, what is I got the, the weather. I got the weather for you. What you got? What is Su- Sunday in Buffalo? Seventy percent chance of snow. Thirty-five degrees. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, but that's not even the. That right there, along with the other issue that the Dolphins have going into week 17, we'll talk about it in a minute. So we'll that's talk, another yeah. thing compounded yes. on top of what 
what's happening in, in Miami. But but back to the Bills, uh, like you said, red hot. The only concern to me is the ability to stop the run. Now, yes. they they have got to show up their run defense. You know, Ed Oliver anchors the middle of that defense. And so uh, and you got Edmonds, that middle linebacker. And so, you know, you've got some players there. But if they're going to maintain this, this run uh, throughout the playoff, they're going to have to stop the run because, like, we've been talking about the past few weeks, Running the ball and playing solid defense is going to get you to the Super Bowl. Uh, it's it's going to get you to the Super Bowl. Um, they play the Pats team that don't – I mean, they, they don't have no offensive weapons. No, they had right 100 yards rushing. <laughs> yes. So. so you're right. They, they got to sure that up. Um, I think they've really, they've really grown together as a, as a, on the back half of that defense so with the DBs. Yes. Um, you've seen from the beginning of the year to where they're at now. But you're right. Going into that, that – as we get into January, the teams that can run the ball sets up the play action. And – you know, we we have yet, and I, and again, he's he's my MVP pick for the year, uh, Josh Allen. But we have yet to see him revert back. And if you can put a little pressure on him, if you if you have to make the Bills, what are they going to do if they have to be in a position like Kansas City can be in? Kansas City can get down by fourteen, and they they don't break a sweat. If right. you get the Bills down behind by about two touchdowns, does that cause them to go out of their game plan? And will Josh Josh uh, try to press too much? Um, and you haven't seen them in that position yet, but again, as we get into the playoff time, everything everything's opening up for grabs on the end. So I'm curious to see how he handles that. Yeah, and you know that and that goes back to thinking about what happened to him in the playoffs last year against the Texans. You know, came down, it was a close game down to the very end. You know, Deshaun Watson makes a play there to extend the drive, you know, and beats the Bills in the last minute, uh, you know, part of the game. And so, you know, you to your point, you you have to wonder how this team, being a young team, like you mentioned, if they get into a tight situation to where the offense is not scoring that many points. The defense is struggling to stop the, the opposing team's offense. How will they react? Can they win a right. game ugly like that and, and you know, and, and be able to get an advance in the playoffs? And so, you know, valid points there. Good job on that. And, and, you know, we'll see what happens with the Bills. So sitting at three, the Steelers, of course, they're 12 and three. They finally uh, righted the ship, if you will, and beat a tough Colts team, 28 to 24 at home, uh, you know, can they get hot again for the playoffs is a concern. Of course, they got a lot of injuries. And the other concern, which I should have mentioned on here, is that Big Ben, is he fully healthy? Yes. He's still throwing the ball kind of, you know, with some ducks, ducks. if you will. Yes. And so, you know, you got a lot of things going on with the football team. Injuries, inability to run the football. And again, can they get it together and put it together a successful playoff run? So it, you – as a Steeler fan, you would like to see that that defense, uh, I almost think they shut the Colts out the second half, um, if I'm not mistaken. If not, they held it. It was. No, no, it was 24-7 okay. half, yeah. So, yeah, they shut them out the second half. So, you'd like to see that from the defense because that had been the that's been the strength of your team and held over the last this losing streak. That was, that was what was getting gashed with the injuries catching up with you. Uh, the Steelers, as much as I love Tomlin and love what they do on defense, they don't stand a chance if you're going to go into January, depending on Big Ben to throw it 55, 60 times, man. Right. It's, I'm with you there. I mean, again, I you 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 wonder. We talk about our favorite saying on this show is coaches always out coaching themselves. <laughs> that's right. And that's if Indianapolis, when they got back on the plane Sunday, that's ha that's what Frank Grant had, had to think about. You went from running the ball the first half to completely forgetting that you had a running back, and that's what got you beat. Neither one of these teams 
are set up to rely on their 35, 36 plus year old quarterbacks right. to have to throw the ball so much. But they do a lot of short passes, a lot of quick passes. So uh, if the Steelers don't find some remnants of a run game um, that they did to their, to their credit, they used, uh, I think the co- the weakness of the Colts is you can get them going downfield. Yes. Uh, you saw, and you, you like to see Big Ben took a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, half of them shots ended up in pass interference. Right. Oh, that's why you that's why you take them. Right. Um, so um, if the, the Steelers are going to have to find some kind of run game because they're going to run into some teams, I think about your Bills, you think about your Chiefs, uh, you can't get into a shootout with those teams. And, I mean, it, you just don't have the, the tools and the weapons to, to go into battle with that. Right. And, and with uh, T.J. Watt, the most reliable pass rusher. Now, now, granted, the Steelers blitz a lot. They do give you a lot of different exotic looks. And so uh, they can manufacture pressure. Of course, T.J. Watt's leading yes. the league in, in sacks. And so, uh, you know, to your point, when they match up against those teams like the Bills and the Chiefs potentially, you know, knowing they can't win a shootout, can they get pressure on the quarterback? That's going to be the the question, the concern, is can they make stops on defense enough to where they can put their offense in position to score points? Uh, because, you know, to beat the Chiefs, to beat the Bills, if if your defense can, can force a three and out, you know, once or twice a game maybe, you might have to score 30, 35 points to win that game. Oh yeah. So, yes. down. <clears throat> but number three is Steelers, and uh, and so we'll see what happens. So these next teams, man, all ten and five, all of them have different scenarios that they need to happen. Uh, you know, really the 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 team that's probably <laughs> got the the worst position out of all this is the Colts, or what they said that Jacksonville mm-hmm. lost early in the season hurt them. But sit at number four are the Titans, and of course they lost to the Packers forty to fourteen uh, on primetime Sunday night. Uh, I just think they forgot to take the plane to, to Green Bay, man. They, they even show <laughs> man, up. man, you 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 don't know. They got off the field, got out the cold. I think about it this way, and this is where we'll see what this team looks like coming Sunday. But you know, Vrabel is a he's he he plays chess when some of us are playing checkers, right? And if you think about the season last year, week sixteen. He set down Derrick Henry, set down a few players. We played an NFC game that really didn't Saints. matter. It was the same. The same scenario. Same scenario. And you like you you didn't lay an egg against the Saints. You had a good chance, but you still lost that one. Came back the next week and a win in your end scenario. Um, you, you hope that the the Titans that have that you've seen the previous week show up, but this team. Uh, is is the, the true Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde over the last 10, you go from five and over to, to, to splitting the last 10 that you have. Um, the biggest opportunity for the Titans um, Sunday, you're just going to have to feed Derrick Henry, which I, again, you look at the, he had 22 carries Sunday, maybe. And it was, it was a quiet 23. Yeah. I mean, it was a quiet 23 in the blowout. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, you might see him get it 35, 37 times this week. And if they if they consistently run the ball on paper, and the games ain't played on paper, you should beat the Texans. You're a better team than the Texans. You would hope so. But hope you know, so. <laughs> I go back to that first matchup, man. They yes. had to go to overtime to win the game, and like you know, you think about that, and the only thing has changed is the offense is still rolling, and the defense is still it's bad. Still bad. So, I'm sorry. It's, it shouldn't. It should have been. <laughs> nothing has changed since yes. that game. <laughs> And so, no, I agree with you, man. Run Henry, run Henry some more and keep running Henry, and then you hit him mm-hmm. in play action. Defense, to me, they got to blitz, be more aggressive, and cause havoc. Of course, you got your, your starting kicker your start, and punter on the COVID list, and so, you know, you got yeah. Solomon uh, going to have to do the kicking this week. I'm not sure who's going to do the punting. 
Well, uh, I I heard today there's an outside chance Kern can be available. I think he was placed on the list as a close contact. Okay. Uh, so okay. if he if he has a couple more negatives, they said he should be able to come off Saturday. So um, I th- I take my chances with the place kicker. I mean, yeah, Gaskowski has been been decent the last few weeks, but I take my chance on that. But but Kern is the one that you would. If you had to pick your poison between which one you want back, you want Kern back. Kern is one of the best players on your team. <laughs> yes. So, uh, win and end, man. Go down to yeah, Houston, yeah. they win and end. Plus, they clinch the uh, AFC South, uh, or with the Indianapolis mm-hmm. loss, you know, with both those games have been flexed at three twenty five, as we've seen. Uh, the other scenario is they can clinch a playoff berth with a Baltimore or a Miami loss. Now, I would say. Uh, Miami has a high potential of losing. Just depends on who uh, is playing for Buffalo, as we mentioned. But you know, I wouldn't plan on Baltimore losing uh, against I, Cincinnati. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't plan on Baltimore losing. And again, this is where, as a as a coach, and and again, I think Vrabel sometimes he and that's what that's what irritates you about him as a coach sometimes because he gets them up for the big games, but then right. some of the other big games he he don't get them up. But I don't think – I mean, the Titans really know they fate before they kick off, but you don't let them know that. At this point in time, you one of your goals at the beginning of the year was to win a division, have a home playoff game. Uh, you, it takes your toll on you going on the road so much like they did last year. So that's, that's the mindset that you got to preach to the team, uh, even at kickoff if you've already clinched, uh, that you want that home playoff game and that four seed. I will say this, though, uh, uh, J. Lou, I will say this, man. If, if they can get some type of defense, watch out. Yes. Watch out because they can score on anybody. And, you know, you talk about a shootout, they can win a shootout because mm-hmm. why? Because they can run the ball. They can run the ball. They control the clock. Yes. And so if they can get any resemblance of a defense and pass rush, watch out, man. That's watch all out. I can say is watch out. Uh, sitting number five, you got the Dolphins, another 10 and 5 team. <laughs> so I'm laughing, man, because this game here, man, this is oh. one of those we talked about earlier about coaches getting too cute, out coaching themselves. We've mentioned it several times on this show, man. They beat the Raiders 26 25. You got to give it up for a man, Fitzpatrick, man. Fitzmagic comes off the bench in the fourth quarter to lead three scoring drives and to, uh, uh, to beat the Raiders. And, you know, you, the play of the game, though, getting pulled down by his yeah. face mask. Yeah, his it's face a wide off. open <laughs> Mac Collins for a 34-yard completion. Plus, you tack on the 15, and now they're in field goal range to win the game against the Raiders. I, I mean, I guess when you got <laughs> 70 million guaranteed, because I think he got seven years left on the contract, you can just do stupid stuff that would get any other coach fired. Why? I, I mean. That you deserve to lose you when you take a knee on the half inch goal line. Like, I mean, I just the only time that might possibly work is if you can guarantee the clock runs out. <laughs> you gave them 20 seconds. There was the worst cover two defense right. I've ever seen. Worst. Um, on top of the on top of the penalty. Credit to Miami for uh yes. to the to the to the coaching staff in Miami, uh, uh Flores. Brian Flores, uh-huh. um, to, to have the galls, man, to <laughs> to take out your starting quarterback. Yes, got to give props and, and that, put man. in your your and, and credit to Fitzmagic for being a true veteran, a true pro. Come right off the bench, and you keep your playoff hopes alive. Uh, that mm-hmm. game, that game really put them in the five position. I mean, they just got to go up and win uh, for the most part. Or well, actually, win, and then they got a couple other losses. Yeah, but yeah. that gave you that gave you some tiebreaker. Um, advantages. So, I mean, again, I continue to say Miami, watch out for the AFC East next year. And again, everything looks different on paper, but right. Miami, I think, is a year ahead. 
And they have right now the number four pick or number three pick in the NFL draft because they have Houston's pick. Yeah. Um, so you can package that, move down, get you some more, get some more players in there. Um, but this, I think Miami's on the trend up. Now they got a tough one um, in, in Buffalo this week. That's going to be tough. To go from 80 degrees to snow, uh, you hope mentally um, they'll be okay. Now, my, my one thing I'll watch for this week, um, how short is the leash on Tua? Do you, do you yank him earlier than the fourth quarter? Because, I mean, this is, this is a rookie uh, going into some snow. I don't think Tua, he's from Hawaii. I don't think he's ever played in no snow when he went to Bama. Um, and then how quick can your defense keep you in the game? And again, it depends on what Buffalo does, but how quick are you to pull him this week to try to give Fitzpatrick a chance to really get you in the playoffs? Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> Fitz oh. has tested positive for COVID. Oh! <laughs> so uh, oh. he might not he might not even be available this weekend. So what? there it is right there. That was the yeah. other, that was the other I was talking about. Other than There's the, the wild card right there that's <laughs> yeah. been all year long has been COVID. <laughs> and here we are. And I read before we came on that Fitz tested positive for COVID. Now, you know, he has, he's got to get five negative tests in a row to be ready. And today is Thursday. So, so. it depends on, so he would, he would have had to test positive on Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep. Yep. He would have had to test positive on Tuesday in order to be able to play. Oh, yep. that, that, I don't even like my chances. With, I don't like Miami's chances with Tua, even if Buffalo doesn't play their starters the whole game. Um, I just, I just think that the element, I mean, again, he played at Bama, he played big time college ball. But, you know, if you've never, we, we saw it, I, as, as much as they say cold doesn't matter, if you've mentally never been in that snow, that cold weather like that, you don't right. know what it is until you're out there. So uh, this is going to be a tough one for, for Miami, especially if Fitz is not able to make it. Yeah, so he's unavailable is what they said, and he's uh, been placed on a COVID list as of today. And yep. so uh, so there, there it is, 70 degrees, 70% chance of snow, you got a rookie quarterback going up in a tough situation in a must win uh, to get in game. And, uh, you know, that that might open a door for some of these other teams. So, you know, if the Titans, that was one of the scenarios. If Miami lost, then, yeah. you know, uh, but anyway. The Colts, so, I think that helps yeah, the Colts the out Colts, too. The Colts, it loss. does as well. And so, uh, you know, tough, tough game, tough, tough uh, thing to deal with. Uh, yes. uh, tough hand to be dealt at this time of the season. Uh, you will hope though that Tua is uh, is is going to be able to play, uh, but as you saw, the offense was struggling with him and, and the quarterback, and they had to go to Fitzpatrick. And so, you know, of course, they have to win to get in, like you mentioned, or a loss by ba uh, Baltimore, Cleveland, or Indianapolis. And so, we'll see what happens, man. It's, it's tough. That's that's tough to deal with right there, especially so with, they, with on the line. So they actually, um, if I'm if I'm thinking right. They should, they should get in. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm thinking that Baltimore and Cleveland were playing each other. So no, no. they actually still got a shot because that Cleveland game, even with Big Ben not playing, right. that was another wild card game that's um, right. from there. But other than yep. that, man, that, that's a blow to them with uh, Fitz going down. It is. That's huge. That is so <laughs> huge. And sitting number six, the Ravens at 10 and five, four straight wins. They beat the Giants and pretty much eliminated them from the playoffs. The defense is healthy. The run game is starting to click, and you saw it here the last few weeks. And it, and I think it all started with the Cleveland game uh, yes. when they 
they made that comeback and uh, started to put stuff together. They had 249 yards as a team rushing against the Giants. Mark Andrews, you know, they like to get the ball to the tight ends down the field. Mm-hmm. He led the team in receptions, uh, six for 76, and the defense has six sacks, man. And so you talk about a hot team, the Ravens are hot, and they can run the ball, and they love the blitz, and they love to get out to the quarterback. Yeah, they, they're, they're rounding, rounding in the form right at the perfect time. Um, this was a team that, that you know, they went through the COVID, struck them uh, hard. Um, and they got themselves behind the eight ball. Um, I, I really think that if they had the opportunity to, to see Pittsburgh again, they would want them because I think it'd be a different game. Uh, you got to remember the last game they played, they played against the Ravens JV squad <laughs> for the most part. And barely won. <laughs> barely won. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, the Baltimore is that sneaky team out of the wild card teams that nobody on the top half wants to see. Um, you're the, the one thing that can hold Baltimore back is Lamar Jackson and as crazy as that sounds come playoff time he just hasn't had a good record in the playoffs the last couple years um so you're hoping that again we talk about a coach not out coaching themselves (laughs) run the ball they they, they get the run game run going if you can get that run game running going and and their defense is getting healthy firing off the ball um, the white the Ravens will be a tough out um, if they make the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, like you said, if if the playoffs started today, they would have Pittsburgh in the first round. And yeah, so <laughs> I don't think Pittsburgh wants to see them again as well. Um, it, you know, it's already it's already a heated and hatred hated uh, rivalry between those two. But you know, when a Cleveland loss or an Indianapolis loss, they're in, and of course they got to go to the Bengals in Week 17. Now the Bengals are not going to be a tough. Uh, easy win for them you know they played Ooh. tough they've been playing tough here the last few weeks and uh you know we'll see what happens and so uh, they again the ravens have to win to get into the playoffs uh or cleveland loss which could happen or, or indianapolis loss. Oh, Indian loss. Gotcha. sitting at number seven the browns at 10 and 5 of course they lost to the jets at 20 uh 23 to 16 you're talking about covid and the, and the football team this team here man uh, of course, they had their top four receivers out for this game against the Jets, and they had two more tests positive today uh, with these guys coming back. Had to shut down the facility again. And so, you know, you got to wonder what, what is going on up there in Cleveland for them to continue to have these issues with COVID, and the NFL has not said anything to address it yet. Well, see, the one thing I saw from NFL today is they didn't think that Cleveland's situation was an outbreak. Which uh, I guess when you look at the outbreak, <laughs> you look at the Titans and you look at Pittsburgh, I mean, uh, Baltimore. And the Ravens, had, yeah. But to your point, I feel like COVID has hurt the Browns more because instead of you taking a cluster of players at the same time, you hitting different groups every week. It seems right, like. exactly. and that, and that just, that part of it has got to be terrible, but you're right. Uh, hopefully, uh, and Baker Mayfield looked like he didn't have a wide receiver <laughs> last did. week. He did. Um, exactly. So I mean, to look, and the Jets again. Kudos to the Jets. They're, they're playing some good ball here at the end of the end of the year. Um, but Cleveland's really put themselves behind the eight ball, man. They got they got to win. And again, they got a they don't have an easier they don't have an easy road. Um, they they got a tough one against Pittsburgh. Um, yes. And, and again, that's you you want to be able you need to be able to run the ball you, um chubb and hunt they didn't they really didn't do too well against the jets they didn't uh, they, at all so you want to be able to run the ball and control it because again i take i even with uh mason rudolph in the game pittsburgh's defense is still just phenomenal so you're looking at this game being an ugly low scoring one possession game and if you're cleveland you just want to make sure you do enough not to create that turnover to put yourself behind 
Well, and not, let's not forget the underlying factor in this game <laughs> from last season. Miles yes. Garrett, Miles Mason Garrett. Rudolph. Here we are again, a big time game for uh-huh. the Browns in particular. And what more would the Pittsburgh Steelers want to do is eliminate the Browns Eliminate from the, the Browns. Eliminate <laughs> right. the Browns, eliminate the Browns from the, the playoff. <laughs> destroy the season. Exactly right. Uh, and like you said, the running game has to work for Baker to be effective. 53 pass attempts. You got to get the Jets credit for shutting down the run game. I don't care mm-hmm. who was playing receiver. The run game has nothing to do with that. Right. Uh, I mean, I guess you can gang up on a run if you don't fear any of their receivers getting downfield. But uh, but anyway, uh, the question for them is, can Baker Mayfield play mistake-free football, uh, you know, if they get to the playoffs? And, uh, you know, their scenario is they got to win or they got to have Indianapolis uh, or Tennessee lose plus a Miami win and a Baltimore win. So a lot on the table. A lot of things need to fall their way. But they have to beat Pittsburgh at home uh this weekend to get into the playoffs yeah that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a tough one number eight seed uh well number eight position it's not an yeah. eight seed uh but the Colts, as we mentioned the team that's on the outside looking in uh they lost they blew a prime time opportunity to uh to get into the lead in the afc south and put a pressure on the titans pressure still on the titans but the Colts are uh, receiving a shorter end uh because of their conference record at this point uh, <clears throat> Rivers was sacked five times. You got to have concern. They were missing the two starting tackles. Uh, Costanzo is out. He had ankle yeah. surgery. And Smith mm-hmm. was on the COVID list, so he could come back this weekend. But if he doesn't, you know that that's a that's a tough pill to swallow as well. Now they play Jacksonville uh, in the last game of the year, and you know, okay, you can probably chalk that up as a W. But does Baltimore, Cleveland, and Miami all lose? Maybe one yeah. of those. Maybe two. Yeah, but I don't see all three. You need, yeah, you need them three or the Titans um, to lose yep. um, as well. Um, again, they're another team, just like the Titans, that can know their fate um, by kickoff because all them other games are earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at that point in time, they're just playing for a, a home playoff game. Um, you, you, I just, again, you can't outcoach yourself. They, uh, they got some good young running backs um, and maybe, maybe the injuries play a little part in that, but I think you would think that you want to run the ball a little bit more, especially missing your tackles and you got a statue back there in Phillip rivers. Um, but this team really blew an opportunity. Um, not only, I mean, you, you had Pittsburgh on the ropes. Man. All you had to do was go for the knockout. Punch. That's all you had to um, do. And, and it never came in the second half. Um, even near the end of the game, it never came. Um, and if you, we saw, if you can get pressure on Phillip Rivers, he's still going to throw you a few to the wrong color jerseys. Um, so you're, you're the Colts are the one team that needs a lot of help um, to be able to get in. If they get in, they can be dangerous because they can run the ball. Um, but it all depends on how well that offensive line stacks up because defense, they probably got third, fourth best defense in AFC. Probably third. I'd put, I'd go uh, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and then the, probably the Colts right behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as defenses is playing well in the AFC right now, and then Baltimore would be behind them on that. But So if they get in, they, they always got to punch your shot because they can run the ball. Uh, Phillip Rivers is going to eat you up with short passes to the tight end or the running back out of the backfield, mm-hmm. and then their defense can stop you. So you hope they put a good game plan together. Um, I, I'm with you. I don't think you get everything from Jacksonville. They might have already mailed it in. But again, divisional game, that they, they're always tough. Right. Um, so right. we'll just have to see. And I think uh, Glennon's making the start this he week. He is. Uh, for He's them. starting so, again. You know, he could be – this could be a – I need to get on. At the end of the day, everybody on Jacksonville is putting tape out there for next year. So right, Glennon exactly. could be, you know, he could be auditioning. And you could get more than you bargained for out of Jacksonville. So, 
Yeah, and you know, Frank Reich was talking about not even playing the scores of the previous game, so they wouldn't know uh, what was going on. And uh, like you said, a lot is going to be determined before this game even playing. So we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, uh, going forward. But uh, that's the AFC in a nutshell. Let's move over to the NFC. Of course, the locks uh, right now, uh, the Pack, the Saints, uh, Seattle, and Tampa Bay have all clinched. Uh, number one seed still up for grabs with Green Bay, uh, but yes. you expect them to get it. Uh, they have the tiebreaker over the Saints. Uh, they beat the Titans 40 to 14. They got the Bears uh, uh, this week to lock up the number one seed if they win that game. Of course, the offense is rolling. I mean, what can you say about Aaron Rodgers? He's got an MVP like uh, season going on right now, and they can get out to the quarterback. And they've also got a new run uh, uh, factor, run game factor in AJ Dillon, who was a big, you know, six foot, 250 pound running back that can run the ball between the tackles. And, uh, you know, what, what else can you say about Green Bay? Nobody wants to go to the frozen tundra of Lambeau <laughs> to play in the playoffs. No, I, I, we kept talking about that Lambeau, man, especially in COVID. It's probably a little different when you got people in the stands. I mean, it's, yeah, the same. But when you go into these dark, cold places with no fans, it just yes. feels scary. You're like, oh, God, I don't want to be here. So <laughs> um, the pack, man, that, that they are rolling. Now, again, I, Chicago's going to get everything Green Bay has because they haven't really locked up the number one. I mean, there's a... There is a three-way scenario where all of them are 12 and four, and I think Seattle would then vault um, to the number one seed if, mm -hmm. if that scenario played out. So mm -hmm. um, Chicago's going to get everything they can. That's going to be a good game. You got Chicago playing for their playoff berth. Um, the Packers playing, and it's a good divisional rivalry game. So um, they're going to have to bring their A game there and there. And we've seen in some of the losses the Packers have had this year in their three losses, They've been ugly losses where you've had opposing defenses really get after the quarterback and put pressure on Aaron on Aaron Rodgers and shut down the run. And right. when you look at Chicago, they got they got uh, Mac on the other side that can do that. So um, I'm looking for this to be a hard hitting. If if you're Green Bay, you got to win mm -hmm. um, because this game is probably going to be one of the most physical ones for Week um, 17. Um, and you just don't – you can't afford to take a loss and then take an injury or to be banged up going into the next week. So uh, you really got to come out and play hard this game. You do because the Bears got everything on the line to play for. So you already yes. know they come in full throttle. Uh, you know, the concern going to the playoffs is their run defense, right? They added uh, mm -hmm. snacks off, off snacks. of waivers off of yeah. this week after he was released by the Seahawks. And so, you know, another big body for that interior uh, defensive line. And so we'll see, man. But uh, a tough football team can be hard to stop. And if they get home field advantage to the playoffs, then you you almost can lock them in to uh, oh, the Super yes. Bowl because it's going to be tough to beat them at home. Uh, number two, the Saints. And so Sean Payton has finally listened to you here the last but few man. weeks because he has got the formula down. They beat the Vikings 52 to 33. And man, Alvin Kamara, uh, NFL record, six touchdowns, uh, 22 carries, 155 yards. And then he let his defense take care of the rest. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm only upset because he waited two weeks too late to toss me my fantasy football. But, I mean, that, I know, I've been screaming that. Let him just run. He is your weapon. He's your best weapon. And he he helps Breeze. And you really need to take um, pressure. I, Breeze, I, if they win the Super Bowl, Breeze is retiring. If they don't win the Super Bowl, I think he's still going to consider it because I just think Breeze is – He's on the he's really on the back half of his career. Um, yes. so you need to be able to rely on the run game and then, like you said, let your defense eat. Um, now you're hoping uh again, if you're the Saints, you're hoping that 
You get Michael Thomas. They did shut him down, and he'll be available for playoffs uh, for next week. So you're hoping that he's healthy, and you're hope you're hoping that with this Carolina game, you can kind of get up enough to where you can probably possibly rest Breeze. Because uh, the last thing you need is for an injury. Now, granted, they went uh, four and one without him, or three and one without him this year, um, without him starting. But you you want your your ace in the hole to be to be behind the, the center when you go into the playoffs. So uh, the the best thing for them this week get, jump out early, mm-hmm. get up early, and then try to rest. Right, right. I agree with you, man. Because right now you look at Breeze; he doesn't look like he's fully back yet. So he could use some some rest and, and to get out of this game unscathed. And the, and the Panthers are going to play them tough. You know, they went in and yes. they, beat, they beat the Washington football team, kind of, you know, put their playoff hopes, uh, diminishing some uh, as well. But uh, anyway, but yeah, the health of Breeze and the health of Michael Thomas, along with that run game, uh, you know, you, you were going forward, should propel the Saints, you would think, uh, throughout the playoff. Now, again, uh, if they can somehow lock up that number one seed, that'd be great oh. for him because they don't want to, I'm telling you, man, going to Seattle or going to Green Bay in this time of year, it's, it's just tough to play. It's, it it's a tough place to play. Uh, sitting at the number three seeds, you kind of already mentioned a little bit, uh, the Seattle Seahawks at 11 and four, they beat the Rams uh, 20 to nine. What you like about the Rams is they've got a, uh, a defense that can get after the passer. Now, we've talked about that in the past few episodes. And Carlos Hyde and, and Chris Carlson are now healthy. So that mm-hmm. backfield is healthy. That run game is coming along. And that defense is, is playing pretty good. The only concern I would have going to the playoffs is can they play at a high level and they, can they continue to put the pressure on the quarterback? Yeah, uh, Carlos Dunlap, uh, again, a, another decent game. Um, you knew this was going to be an ugly game against the Rams because um, – the Rams have the one, or no, actually two weapons, but they really got the one weapon that can shut down DK Metcalf. Yes. Um, and I and Seattle's offense goes as he goes. Um, so um Seattle again, we talked about Green Bay having a tough divisional game at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, the 49ers ain't got nothing to play for, but they're gonna bring it all, and that's gonna be a physical game for Seattle. So you hope to go in there, um, get the win again. You got, I think, all three of them games will be played at the same time. So uh, between Green Bay, them, and New Orleans, uh, from a playoff seeding standpoint, so you 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 know you can't really scoreboard watch, but you wonder how much um, Pete Carroll is really you know saying, hey, okay, we might not, we got an outside shot at the number one seed, but you wonder how much he scales back a little bit to try to get ready for a good playoff run, because again. You're going to get everything you got out of the 49. And the 49ers defense is healthy. You're going to see some players back Sunday that's right. just playing just to play. Um, right. And they, they prepping for next year. So mm-hmm. you don't want to go out there against a team that they, they don't have nothing to play for, but they're going to play because it's the 49ers. It's a robbery game. And you don't want an injury going into the next week. That's exactly right. A tough game. And, uh, you know, like you said, this, the chances of Seattle getting number one seed are, are very slim. And so you might see them mm-hmm. rest some of their guys. Uh, particularly after a half of football, uh, being that they have that number three seed locked up uh, where they are, uh, because the Washington football team's got the fourth seed, and there's no way they can catch them uh, right. as far as that goes. And of course, Tampa Bay, they've they've clinched a wild card. They cannot clinch their division. So, uh, mm-hmm. moving on to the Washington football team, of course, they lost to the Panthers, twenty to thirteen. I'm kind of chuckling because we knew that an unhealthy Alex Smith was going to be an issue for this football team, right? And so Haskins. He got oh. benched, so they had to go he to got, Kyle Allen. You know, he got cut, <laughs> <laughs> and he got cut right. And so, you know, the guy goes from uh, you know being a a, a first round draft pick 
to uh, you know getting in trouble, going violating the COVID protocol, and getting fined forty thousand, getting his team captain status stripped, to being <laughs> released. And so, win and, and and they clinch the East. That's that's the bottom line. They have to win the game. And and man, what what a game they have against the Philadelphia Eagles uh, for it all on the table. Yeah, and they and they flex them to the Sunday night game. Yes. Um. So I mean, they they in essence the the winner of the Cowboys or Giants will know. Um, going into it, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll both be Eagles fans at that point. Um, I like, as a, as, a, as a Washington football team fan today, you would like to hear that um, Alex Smith took most of the first team reps mm-hmm. in practice yesterday mm-hmm. and today. Yep. Um, so you're hoping if he's healthy, because I, I said it seven weeks ago when we started, he by far is the best QB in the NFC East, and he gives them the best chance to win. Right. Um, I I like I would like to see them get in there. Um, I think between them, the Cowboys and the Giants, and the Cowboys are starting to play a little better. But yes. I would rather see the uh, the football team in there simply because you just never know what this young defense gonna do. Exactly. Um, and they and they got a good young core of uh, they can get up to the passer, uh, can yes. put pressure on you. Um, so if you can get Alex Smith back there. Um, this week to really control the offense. I know they're down a couple wide receivers, but you get that veteran presence back that it can really allow your offense to do what it's been doing. Um, I think they can beat the Eagles. Um, the Eagles, are, again, they, they're out of it. Um, so you'll see a lot of Jalen Hurts. And I, again, I think when you get to these rookies late in the season, you can get after them. Yeah, and you know it's a, it's a high impact game for him. First time he'd been in this situation. Not saying he can't can't handle it, but you know if you look back though, the franchise is four and zero. This is a Washington football team that is dating back to two thousand five, and win and end games. And so, you know, so they got a good streak of that. You know, they got Coach uh, Riverboat Ron. Uh, Riverboat. You know, he's he's a he's a a good game uh, manager when it comes down to these tight games. And so, uh, but if they lose and the Cowboys win. The Cowboys have clinched the East, and they got to play the Giants uh, this weekend. And so a lot on the line for the NFC East this weekend. We'll finally get some clarity in week 17 about this division after how it, it, it went throughout the season, how it turned out. And so uh, very, very interested in looking at that game Sunday night because it should be an outstanding football game. Oh, yeah. uh, sitting at number five, we talked about Tampa Bay. Uh, they've already locked in at, at that position, uh, locked in that wild card berth. Uh, you know, solid defense, of course. They can score. I guess the concern for me is, uh, Mr. J. Lou, you know, is the offense. Is Arians going to continue to take those big shots, or is he going to change it up for Brady to dink and dunk down the field like Brady likes to do? So I, I, he's going to continue to let him take these deep shots and throw some ducks. <laughs> um, that's just Arians. He's just he's just Arians. Yeah. Uh, I think you see them rest a little bit. Um, they can't move up, can't go down. Um, and then when you look at it, you're they know that they're playing – the NFC East team. Um, mm-hmm. So I think you get, you give Tom Brady some rest. Um, you, you should beat handedly either if you have to go to Washington or Dallas um, should handle, handle those teams easily to set up that, that second round potential matchup against Green Bay or the Saints, depending on Ooh. how it falls. So <sighs> um, this is the game where Atlanta's going to give you that all. Oh, they've been playing hard for Raheem Morris. Uh, Morrison um, just came up short. You look at it a couple weeks ago, Atlanta jumped out 17 uh, nothing mm-hmm. before Tampa Bay ran it back on them. So um, I think you try to get, get Brady, get him, get him a, a drive or two, maybe a half, get him some rest, and then be ready to rock and roll and go on the road and playoffs. So this is the one team in the NFC that has the most veteran quarterback you can want. He's been in any position in, in, that you can think of. Uh, leading your team so 
Um, there's nothing they're going to be able to throw at him that he can't handle, but you want to make sure that he can stay healthy. And again, I just wouldn't take my chances, especially when you can't, you can't change your seating um, on anything, on the outcome of this game this Sunday. Right. And, and the, the question I would have, and, and I will, we'll talk about it more next week, I'm sure, is uh, can this team handle that playoff pressure? You know, they got right. a veteran quarterback that's been there, done that. He's, he's been there and won six titles uh, to his credit. But this this offense, this team, Arians, have they can they do it when right. they get in that position? Can they make that playoff run? Do they know what it takes to win those tight games in the playoffs and, and, and make that run to the Super Bowl? So we'll see. We'll see. Like you said, they got a tough matchup against the Falcons. May rest a lot of their starters, if not all of them. And, uh, and we'll see them in the playoffs against – and we'll see who they match up with after this weekend. So at the sitting at number six seed, the Rams at nine and six. Of course, they lost to the Seahawks. We kind of talked about them already. Here's the problem for them: no Jared Goff. <laughs> no he had surgery Goff. on that thumb. That thumb was dislocated during the game. He saw he pulled it, popped it back in. Uh, he's out at least for a week after he had surgery. So, yeah. <laughs> John Wolford is the backup quarterback. Never heard of the guy. He's never taken an NFL snap. <laughs> and here we are, playoff life on the line, and you got a backup quarterback. Not only that, you got Cooper Cup on the COVID list as well. And yeah, not only that, yeah. you got Henderson that got hurt, but Akers yes. could be coming back. So man, what a yeah, so <laughs> when you think of when you think back, the Rams, if they don't make the playoffs, blew their season two weeks ago against the Jets. Yes, exactly. That, I mean, they were riding high. You were number three in the NFC two weeks ago. Yes. Um, and quickly it changed in two weeks. Uh, not having a golf is 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 horrible. Um, you're hoping that Akers is back. You want to keep this to a low-scoring run game um, because, again, I like your defense is going to play well. Um, and you're getting the Arizona team that is going to give their all because they're fighting to get uh, in the playoffs as well. Yes. Um, so you're, it ain't going to be – it's not going to be an easy game. And, and it's – you're already behind the eight ball because you got Wolford versus Murray. And I'll take Murray all the time. Now, the one thing I'll say about – where I like the Rams' chances a little bit if they can run the ball. You're, we've already seen Murray struggles earlier in the year when he couldn't get the ball to Hopkins. We know that until proven <laughs> otherwise, Jalen Ramsey is going to shut Hopkins down. I will, I will <laughs> bet on that. <laughs> so what, what, what can they muster up from an offensive side um, as far as Arizona? Because you're hoping that if you're, the, if you're Sean McVay and the Rams, your defense will allow you to play field position mm-hmm. uh, to right. where you get, you know, those shorter fields and get those scoring opportunities. But it's going to be, the, the, again, they got to be kicking themselves in L.A. after that Jets loss. Man, yeah, what what a great point because, uh, like you said, they were riding high and uh, sitting at 9-4, and four, and now look at their 9-6, and six, two straight losses, and they're fighting for their playoff lives. Uh, the only thing that I would say is a positive, and, and the Cardinals aren't being real uh, open about it, I don't think, is Kyler Murray got hurt Kyler, last yes. week. And yes. so he said he's going to play, uh, but we'll see how effective he is because, you know, part of his game is being able to run the ball. Yep. And if he's one-dimensional, then you got to give the Rams the edge there with that defense getting after them. If Kyler Murray cannot scramble in the pocket like he's used to, Aaron Donald is going to feast. Yes. I agree. <laughs> He's going to feast. I agree totally. And so we'll see, man. It's, uh, you know, a lot of caveats. You like it, though. You like the parody that's happening in week 17. Uh, yes. It's coming down to the line. Everybody's got – there are storylines for every game, for every team this week. And, man, it's exciting to see how it's going to unfold. 
But the, uh, the Rams, if they win, the, off, the offices in New York, man, for the NFL, yes. they got to be happy. I mean, this it's the first year that you added the extra playoff seed, the number seven seed, and it's giving you some compelling games for it week is. seven, like all the way down until the seven twenty five kickoff with the Washington Football Team. That's right. Every game Sunday is got some compellingness to it when you got. Over a dozen teams in both conferences combined is still eligible for a playoff spot. And, and the crazy thing, the crazy thing is, if the Giants beat the Cowboys, they are still alive. <laughs> yes. And if, if Washington loses to the Eagles, guess what? The, the Giants, Giants win the East yep. with ten losses. With and ten so, losses. <laughs> so you know, man, it's this. It's crazy. It's fun. But man, it's it's this. It's this strange how everything has worked out the way this year has gone and that you know way the nfl has turned out and so again you, like you mentioned man it's just, it's a lot on the line a lot a lot of stuff going on this last week and so uh <clears throat> number seven got the bears eight and seven of course they beat the jags uh 41 to 17 trubisky had a pretty good day again i say against the jags yeah. uh and uh you know david montgomery of course you see a conservative uh, effort by uh, uh, Nagy to get the run game going. He's been running the ball efficiently the last few weeks. Um, and so that only helps out Trubisky. And I know that's in his mind and he wanted to mm-hmm. put him in a better position to win the game. The defense only had one sack though. Is that a concern for this defense uh, as aggressive as they are? Yeah, that is a concern because you would, especially against uh, Gardner Mishu. <laughs> now again, we'll take it as sacks can be one of those numbers as deceiving depending on pressure unless True. you're titans right. <laughs> but, but you would think that you could look at the quarterbacks that you're, you're talking about going against possibly drew Brees if you stay in that seven seed and they get two or russell wilson mm-hmm. and as if it's your first round playoff game and you have to be able to get pressure on both of them um right i mean you got you, they got different styles but you got to you want to hope to see that they can get um the the, the pass rush going and, and the, the bears probably out of all the wild card teams have the best matchup this Sunday because they're in essence playing a playoff caliber, top-notch playoff caliber team. Let me refer right. to the cars yep. and the Rams still got a chance at the playoffs, but um, you know, you got you got you're playing against an MVP who's gonna give you his all because he's already said he's never, I didn't realize this today was talking about a Sunday night. Aaron Rodgers has never had an NFC championship game in Green Bay. Everything oh man the road. <laughs> yes. so you got a quarterback who he gonna go out there. he might throw for 400 try to to get it there so the bears are getting a real live playoff game um and this is the game you want to get up now again of course they can they can sneak through the back door if they take a loss and, and the cardinals lose um but you want to be playing some good ball yeah uh, and kudos to kudos to Nagy. i mean he's they played the the musical chairs with quarterbacks here. And it, it seems yep. like Trubisky has finally settled in a little bit mm-hmm. on being a better game manager for him. But I think a lot of that is a tribute to the run game helping him. So again, you hope you got, you got the Packers coming to soldier field. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be cold anyway. So you hope you can get the run game going, play ball control and keep away from them. And your I like your defense's chances if they can get after Aaron Rodgers this Sunday. Yeah, tough game, man. Uh, win and and they win and the Cardinals lost and they're in the playoffs. And so we'll see. Uh, you know what what better matchup can you get than the Bears and the Pack uh, with with all of Atlanta on the line? Number one seed for the Packers, a playoff chance for the Bears. And so should be an exciting football game. Sitting at that uh, in that eighth spot of the Cards, we've already kind of talked about them at eight and seven. The biggest concern, of course, they lost to the 49ers, twenty to twelve. After a five and two start, they're now three and five in the last eight and find themselves in a must win game 
against the Rams at the Rams with that vaunted defense with a potential injury to uh, uh, Murray that could uh, slow him down in this game. Yeah, uh, again, the Cardinals, man, I think about the episode we did, and they were six and three. And yeah. I said, you wonder how this young team would be able to, you know, handle some of that, that those expectations. And they just, they really dipped, dipped and dived. So um, it's that they're in a position where they got to win. Um, yep. At least, at least they know that they still, in essence, kind of control their own because if they win, they, the Rams would fall out um, then, um, given, a, given a, um, the standards and whatnot. But it's going to be a tough game. Um, again, I agree with you. They're being very quiet and hush-hush on Murray. Um, he's he, – I don't know. His stature to me just don't allow him – you know, some quarterbacks, I think about your, um, your Cam Newtons and all, they can mm-hmm. use their mobile – and, right. or Russell Wilson in a mobile, they could probably play with a leg injury. You don't know how much that takes out of Kyler Murray. Um, so you're hoping that it ain't as, as, as nothing major as they're saying, but they're going to have the, 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 the game plan for Arizona is you have to figure out a way to either A, run the ball and run it consistently, mm-hmm. or B, figure out a way to, to manipulate offense with your other wide receivers because you should already game plan on Hopkins not being available because um, he's on that, that uh, Jalen Island this week. <laughs> right, that Jalen Ramsey Island. So yeah. a tough game, a young football team with a lot on the line. It's going to be interesting with a young coach. It's going to be interesting yes. to see how they react uh, when the pressure's on and when it starts mounting, especially late in the game, if they're still in the game. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, can they maintain their poise to pull out the victory? And so that's the wrap-up, man, of the playoff seeds. Uh, you know, very uh, interesting storylines for each game, each team as we went through. And, man, and, and what more can you ask for a week 17 uh, uh, in the NFL with all this online, with so many teams still right there in the playoff? And so now it's our favorite time of the show, man. Yes, sir. They are who we thought they were. Who, what? Who, what? That's right. It's the yes, it's the game changer for week game sixteen. Changes. Game changer time, Mister Lou. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you start off this week, man. Who are your game changers for week sixteen? So y'all know we like to do offensive side of the ball and defense. Uh, I'm gonna start on defense side of the ball this time. And my game changer for the week on defense is a player and his unit. But Uh-oh. I'm gonna shout out Avery Williams, linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Had nine solo tackles, five assists for a total of 14, one sack. Um, And that unit, we mentioned it earlier, went into the half 24-7, won the game 28-24 because they harassed and shut down the Colts the entire second half to give their team an opportunity to win. And then kudos to Avery Williamson. uh, We're talking about a young gentleman who was on the 0-7 Jets, yes, <laughs> and probably thought that he'd be ready to sit at home, and now he's <laughs> right. about to get in the playoffs. Uh, so kudos to him and that team. And then on the offensive side of the ball, um, the red dragon himself, Andy Dalton, the red he dragon. 377, three touchdowns, and an interception of 135 quarterback rating. And he kept the Dallas Cowboys playoff hopes alive, uh, with their victory. So, um, I talked about Alex. Alex Smith is a, the best veteran I said in there, but Andy Dalton, people forget, he led Cincinnati to the playoffs. That's right, um, he did. He had did. that experience. So, I mean, that that's starting to turn out to be a very good – it's going to show that 
the backup quarterback will always be the most important position on your football team. That's right. Believe it or not, it's the backup quarterback. Ask the Washington football team right now. The backup quarterback is not the most important position on the football team. Man, I like those game changers, man. That was good stuff. Avery Williamson, man, that name should be familiar. Used to be a Tennessee Titan, by the way. I thought I'd throw that in there. (laughs) So my game changers for week 16, Mr. Lou, I got to take my hat off, man, to Fitzmagic coming off the bench in the fourth quarter. Leading three scoring drives. Uh, he was 9-13 for 182 yards and one touchdown. That's one quarter of work. Uh, and, you know, the biggest player of it all connects on a 34-yard pass while being dragged down by his face mask to set up I mean, the game-winning field goal. I, I didn't even know. I mean, we, we're crossing <laughs> sports now, but he's got the uh, Mariano Rivera role. He That's comes right. in as the closer. The closer, <laughs> I mean, man. But he's takes off the ball cap, comes in the fourth quarter, wins, and goes on about his business. So, Kudos to the old veteran Fitz, Fitz Magic. Right. Fitz Magic, man. He's my, my game changer on offense, man. So my defensive game changer, I got to go with a team defense. Got to give him credit. The Dallas Cowboys yes, sir. for their effort this past week. Three sacks, two turnovers forced against the Eagles to keep their playoff hopes alive and that uh, clinching of the NFC East. Shut down a pretty potent offense in the Eagles. You know, they were, they were flying high there for a minute. And, uh, you know, pulled out an important victory to keep themselves alive. Like I said, if they beat the Giants and the Washington football team loses, guess what? Jerry Jones is going to be in the playoffs. Boy, you ain't going to be able to tell Jerry (laughs) nothing. Kudos to that's a good pick on that Dallas defense. I mean, if you remember that game, Philadelphia jumped out, was it 14-3? Yeah. You thought it was about to be a – you thought they were going to get boat race. And you looked up and it was a boat race the other way. So, that defense started flying around. It looked like they started to get healthy. They got some good, young, solid core. Um, on that Cowboys defense. So great game changes right there, Ed. So that's my game changes week 16, man. And here we are, Mr. J. Lou, episode seven of the Midweek yes, Heat sir. brought to you by Halftime Adjustments. Uh, Eddie, our now, Mr. J. Lou, man. We'll see y'all next week. Got a lot to be happening, man. The playoffs are here. We'll, we don't know what's going to happen this weekend, but man, we'll <laughs> be ready to talk about it next week. So join us here. On, on a midweek heat by halftime adjustments. Eddie, I'm now Mr. J. Lou. We are out of here, man. Peace. Peace.